Hi guys, welcome back to Let's Get After It. I'm Sydney Pendergast, joined here with co-host Elise Khalifa. Hi Sydney. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm good. It's been so long. I know, I know. So speaking of getting back into things, we have events lined up for the rest of this month that I wanted to share with you guys. We have some legal consulting hours for startups that are going to be on February 20th from 2 to 4. Drop in hours, you can just kind of walk in get in line behind everyone else and then just get some advice on your business or the idea you're working on. We also have a marketing series that actually kicks off today and is every other Wednesday up until April 17th. So that one's pretty exciting. You can kind of sign up for that anytime you want. There's details on our website. And then we have our first lunch net of the semester on Ooh. February 29th. Yeah. <laughs> Free lunch and advice from two um, freelance artists, but also professors here in the VCD program. So all details for that are at kent.edu slash launchnet. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Full schedule. Busy, busy schedule. Okay. Well, we're going to get into the podcast. And today we are joined here with a very special guest, um, the director of Launch Night here at Kent State, Zach Mikret. Woohoo! Hey, guys. Hi. How Welcome, are you? Zach. I'm doing great. Uh, I got to say, it's, you know, I'm always listening to these on Spotify after they come out, kind of drifting in the background, catching up with our clients. And to see the two of you do that intro <laughs> live in front of me <laughs> was, it was, you just could, you know, you, you, you hit record and everyone things snapped into place. And it was, I was like, I, I feel out, like I should leave. <laughs> like I'm intruding on something here. That's usually like how I feel. I'm like, should we like put oh. them in? <laughs> Bring them in later. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now you can enter the room. <laughs> no. Yeah. But yeah, it mellows together. It yeah. works out. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, super excited to be here. Yeah, yeah thank you for joining to have us. You. Yeah. So um, we want to learn a little bit about you. Like, who is the person behind this position? Yeah. <laughs> Great. So <laughs> digging right into what I love sharing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys know I, you know, I don't, I have a hard time sharing a lot of personal details. I'd rather... You know, let's talk about you know the clients and launch that. But yeah, we I I'm game. I'm game to <laughs> I'm game to answer some questions or so try. When people ask you, like for example, in a job interview, like tell us a little bit about yourself. Do How you would just, you answer? Yeah, do you just go mute? <laughs> <laughs> do I go mute? Actually, uh, I have a funny story about. So I did my undergrad at Kent, and I was a managerial marketing and entrepreneurship major. And one of our projects within the managerial marketing degree was we had to like sell different aspects of what we were doing in class. So like in, in different interviews. Uh, so in one of the classes we had to pop in our professor's office hours and sell ourselves in a way that she would remember our name in class and like remember something that we presented. And later on we had to do the same thing for a job interview. And when I went in for the job interview one, it was, I went in on Friday morning and um, which was a terrible idea. I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't really firing on all cylinders and she kicked me out of the interview and, oh. Oh my and told me to come back at a later time because I had, like, I spoke for, like, 20 seconds and, like, barely sold myself. Wow. So it was, yeah, super harsh at the time, but it was a great lesson on you got to be able to do gotta that. Got to pitch yourself. <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah. be able to pitch yourself. Yeah. So I think I successfully avoided the question. I was just about to say, <laughs> I was like, um, hold um, on. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, though? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can, I can totally do that. <laughs> just, <laughs> you look very uneasy there. <laughs> you just didn't know how to proceed. Yeah. I was just like, is he going to answer? Next no? question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my name is Zach Mikert. I'm the director of LaunchNet. <laughs> that's how you guys pronounce uh, his last name. Yeah, that's, in case you're yeah. curious. Yeah. No, Sydney did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a common question yeah. for your last name. Yeah. I feel like you've just never brought it up. I think you've always been like, hi, I'm Zach. I got to feel like, like I, I, I definitely brought it up at some point. But <laughs> I feel like it was just always like, hi, I'm Zach. And I'm like, yeah, Zach, no last name. <laughs> Yeah, get easy enough. Yeah. There's not too many Zachs on campus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah not at all. <laughs> not true, at all. True. Out of the not with an H. Not with an H. Yes, about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm the I'm director of LaunchNet. I've been with LaunchNet for a while, so uh, supporting Kent State entrepreneurs uh, outside of LaunchNet, which I think is probably more <laughs> <laughs> what you guys wanted. You want to know it all. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, traveling. I like hiking. Uh, I do improv comedy, which I'm sure we'll we'll get into <laughs> at some point here. <laughs> 
Um, I, I, we have two cats that uh, really like. Um, my wife and I live in Bravia Heights. We've done a lot of re- renovations on our house. We're into like doing that type of work too. So, d- is that is that more what we're looking for? Yeah, that yeah. was okay. awesome. That was perfect. Okay. Would you like to share your cats' names? Yeah. Yeah, Copper and Denali. Very cute. Cute. Okay, so you've been here for 10 plus years, which is awesome. So can you just tell us a little bit about your background here at LaunchNet? Yeah, so I've actually, I've been in every position in LaunchNet. So <laughs> collect them yeah, all. Yeah, I just, yeah, collect them all. No, when I first came to Kent, um, it, we were, LaunchNet was called Blackstone Launchpad. Um, so it's just slightly different funding, but uh, similar program offerings in terms of the one-on-one advising and the events that we do with entrepreneurs. And I started uh, by as the marketing manager with Blackstone Launchpad. Um, before Blackstone Launchpad, I had a background. I had worked for a company called Vocus, where I w- helped startups. Like I did marketing consulting for startups, uh, as well as like selling some like PR packages and different things like that. So it was a natural transition to slide into the marketing role there, with both like supporting our startups and also. Uh, marketing and getting the name uh, Blackstone Launchpad across campus so that we could find the different entrepreneurs. Did you do advising meetings in that role too? Uh, a, a little bit as it went on. Like I, I didn't start that way, but like as one of the most common questions with like, you guys know a lot of our student entrepreneurs are marketing to mm-hmm. other students. Mm-hmm. So then one of the first questions is like how they're promoting that across campus or how they're getting that word out there. So I naturally started to slide into some of those meetings to to help them brainstorm different creative yeah. ways to stand cool. out. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And that was a, so I started on a three year grant and I wasn't, you know, it's an unknown. You're not sure <laughs> right. if this is, is this going to be a thing after yeah. a couple of years? And li- as you said, 10 plus years later, <laughs> <laughs> we're s- three well, locations. Still here. We're still here three locations later. And, um, yeah. yeah, lots of changes and excitement. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how did you, you mentioned how you were an entrepreneurship major as well as marketing here at Kent State. How did you kind of get involved in the ecosystem and what's, like, what's your relationship with entrepreneurship? Yeah, uh, I think you know, I've always had an interest in entrepreneurship. Um, I've had some family members that are entrepreneurs. Um, my aunt and uncle specifically had like a restaurant in Pittsburgh for a while um, that, you know, I obviously saw that closely growing up. Um, I had worked for various entrepreneurs, like in different jobs in high school and college. So it's just always something that I was like, that's really cool. Like these people had an idea or they took something they were interested in and really crafted that into uh, what they do for a living. And so I always had that interest. And whenever I was, I I had started as a marketing major, then moved to managerial marketing. And then Kent was actually starting the entrepreneurship major at the time, so I had tagged in some of those classes to do the double major and kind of get a little more exposure that way to entrepreneurship as well. Cool. Do you have a favorite, um, when you were working (coughs) for some entrepreneurs when you were younger, do you have like a favorite business that you were a part of? (laughs) A favorite business? (laughs) Um, I had worked for a, I worked for an online bookstore for a while that was kind of in, um, they utilize like Amazon and some other online services, uh, but I, there was a lot of unique approaches in terms of pricing and like the books that they were targeting. Um, I, I guess like, <laughs> sorry, that one was from a long time ago, so I was trying to think through the specifics. A, lo- a lot of their books had like very niche audiences, like they had like some art books or like some other um, business books that maybe weren't on the bestseller list that mm-hmm. where they mm-hmm. were like. Uh, in order to compete on the same ground as Amazon uh, because that was also the time period where a lot of bookstores were going under and you were seeing like yeah. Borders close and Barnes and Noble were struggling oh, and like yeah different things like that. I remember Borders. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it was a nice little store. Oh. I mean same thing as Barnes and Noble but I love Barnes Noble. It's still yeah. You don't know Borders? No. Uh, see, these are like the references. They, I, I die <laughs> a little bit inside. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's They're like, I don't think I'm that old, but then like I say things and then it's like, oh, it's like, what do you oh mean? Geez. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it, it was just like an Ohio thing. I don't know. I, well, he was I think it was national. I guess. <laughs> 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 just trying to make it feel better. Thanks, oh. um, I'm, I'm glad you know it, Elisa. I, I know Borders. <laughs> I'm familiar. It's true. So I feel like that kind of maybe left a lasting impact because you're still a book fan. 
right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you like to read. I, <laughs> you I know how read. to read. <laughs> I both know how to read and enjoy reading. <laughs> do you have a favorite genre that you, like your go-to right now? Yeah. So um, I had I had a client a couple semesters ago. Amrith, shout out if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I just met with him the other day, actually. But he uh, he had a couple. Um, he would always recommend different business podcasts and business books and would ask me if I read or listened to them. And most times my answer was no, (laughs) (laughs) but not for let's get after it. Always listening to that. Oh, a hundred (laughs) percent. Let's get after it. I think it was in my Spotify (laughs) wrapped (laughs) for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't, I don't really listen to like the, the, or the business or entrepreneurship podcast or really dig into the business books. I'm more of a, uh, fiction. I like a lot of um, fantasy and um, like Neil Gaiman uh, and different things mm-hmm. like kind of circling around that. Mm-hmm. I do too. <laughs> Any good wrecks right now? Um, no. Okay. Simply <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, simply because the books I've been reading are a little cryptic right now. Okay. Yeah. What? That was a really cryptic way Yeah, that was... Well, you like, talked about my evasive <laughs> response. <laughs> that was nothing. I'm just going to leave it there. We can revisit in a future episode. Okay, go. Yeah. Got it? <laughs> to be continued. I guess. Trying to keep the listeners dun, coming dun, back. Dun. What is Elise reading? <laughs> <laughs> New segment. <laughs> New segment. <laughs> Try to figure it out. Yeah. Um, anyways, so um, you kind of like have blossomed into like a leader and you kind of have sort of a positive and really upbeat leadership style so how did you grow as a leader and like what have you learned along the way because also like you have a very admirable leadership style like you very much look at the person first and you put that person first before like the work or any tasks so i think that's something that people can learn from and hopefully like aspire to be as well i appreciate that guys thank you (laughs) yeah you're a good leader (laughs) (laughs) and that's what this podcast is about they're just here no i'm just No, I, I think like I've and not to turn this into a venture meeting, but like similar to well, similar what what we do in our venture meetings where it's like it's about the entrepreneur and like mm-hmm. each venture meeting is is going to be slightly different. Like even if I meet with four different people that are working on apps, like they're going to have specific problems or specific things that they're dealing with or uh, specific hurdles or resources that they need to get connected to. And I think it's the same thing. Like I when we're working with a team, I can't just expect everybody it's like hey here's the three things that we did last semester can you do them the same way that we did them it's like no this person's bringing something different to the table so i want to learn more about this person what are their goals what are their interests and uh what kind of spin can they put on things uh that we're doing because i think ultimately like you know if you're excited about it it's it's going to ultimately become a better product and become like a better offering that we're uh, providing to our entrepreneurs so that's that's kind of the focus is on that person because like you want people to be interested and have fun like ideally when they're coming in uh, because then like I I think that would make our entrepreneurs more interested in coming in and connecting with us too otherwise it's just a sterile (laughs) office where we're like (laughs) they feel more supported that way yeah 100% (laughs) Um, was it hard to transition into that position because like you mentioned you've done multiple roles here at LaunchNet yeah um yeah, it, I mean, with anything, there's always it, it could be challenging, and may, you know, maybe sometimes feeling like a bit of imposter syndrome, like if you're Shoot. yeah sliding <laughs> around like that. Um, but like you said, when I was doing marketing and I was participating in venture meetings, like you're doing the the marketing standpoint there, and as you're shifting into other areas, like it's it's all things that I'm I know or I've had experience in, like throughout my other entrepreneurial experiences or. Uh, throughout my the education here so it's like you're just kind of shifting things around and and understanding like you're ultimately still supporting that entrepreneur mm-hmm. kind of like a learn as you go as well whatever comes to the table yeah <laughs> like, all right let's figure it out well and i think like the cool thing about LaunchNet <laughs> is like we've kind of we operated similarly as a startup for a while mm-hmm. where we're like we have to get people involved and it's like what kind of creative ways can we get people involved or what are ways that we can uh, figure out how to support their ventures and get them to come in and that's like how we were like did things like an elevator pitch where we were actually having them pitch from the elevators and then like pitch on green screens and the di hub and 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 changing that around so it's 
yeah, that that kind of makes it fun because it's always like a, a puzzle or like a, an idea generation of like, what can we do here? Like, <laughs> what's going to make this happen? Yeah. So you've talked like you just mentioned like you have to adapt to different scenarios and different things. Um, recently, you've done a lot for the prison program. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So in 2021, um, Kent State got a grant from the Britton D. Morgan Foundation to provide prison education work in Trumbull Correctional Institution. And uh, Kent State was already starting to provide a degree program there in partnership with Sinclair Community College. So we were doing a two plus two degree where we were building off of some of the classes from Sinclair and then uh, creating a uh, bachelor's of business technology for the students. Uh, so then we launched that got involved because uh, a lot of times when somebody ends up leaving a prison and they're a formerly incarcerated individual, they're having a more difficult time finding jobs because mm-hmm. you, you always have that on your background. Mm-hmm. So it's um, pretty likely that some of them will eventually have different entrepreneurial uh, um, uh, leanings or like different businesses that they're creating in order to make a living there. Mm-hmm. So we slid in with launch that resources so we could provide advising and different workshops to our students in there so that they could build those entrepreneurship skills. And yeah, it was it was quite <laughs> an adjustment from our normal advising, <coughs> mm-hmm. which is like typically here on the Kent campus or we do some virtual advising. Um, for the first two years of the program, I made a lot of visits to the prison where I was actually, mm-hmm. I was going in and I was doing advising there. We took in some speakers uh, to provide workshops. And it's just, it, it's a different environment physically mm-hmm. in order to provide that advising. But I mean, ultimately, it was still the same advising. Um, yeah. In our first group of students, we had 13, and I think it was 12 out of the 13 had either previously had a business or had a business idea that they were actively working on. So, oh, I mean, cool. yeah. Was there anything new you learned through like that advising process? Um, I think, you know, going back to Sydney's question about like, um, being able to adapt and to be ready for anything like (laughs) just with I never knew what resources Mm -hmm. I was going to have available or like what was going to happen going into the prison because they could be on lockdown or um, you know maybe some of the guys didn't show up or maybe a key was gone so I couldn't get access to a computer so there was one day where I was giving like a um, workshop on like business financials without a PowerPoint or any handouts. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, so like that type of and that's tough. And it was yeah, it it, it wasn't wasn't really yeah. ideal, but yeah. uh, I found a way to get through it, and it ended up being more of a conversation where, um, you know, the the guys had specific questions around like different routes of funding for their business, and I I was able to talk through examples in the region and mm-hmm. and kind of like how they could build up an overall support. But I think it's like it made me more comfortable in preparing for anything. It's yeah. like, hey, I just did that with, with nothing in my pocket yeah. there. So financials, <laughs> like that's that's tough. Yeah. No. The numbers. It's not so my favorite part. Yeah. But. No. Uh, you touched on this earlier, how improv is one of the kind of like hobbies and activities you've gone into. Yeah. Which I feel like is kind of surprising coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a little tidbit that just like popped out. You're like, yeah, I do improv. I was like, yeah. Oh. Because okay. you also come off as a little bit more reserved, and yeah. Yeah. as we joked about earlier, yeah. <laughs> your personal things are your personal things. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I want to start with like, how did you get into that? How's that going? Yeah. Um, so I I've always liked comedy, like Monty Python, Mel Brooks, and Saturday Night Live. Like growing up, mm-hmm. and I've always kind of had an interest in maybe trying some type of comedy, but just you know never <laughs> never pursued it beyond Not that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, in high school I had made some like little like sketch videos, and oh. I was on like the video team in high school. But oh, cool. But beyond that, like, um, didn't Can really. Can we find those on YouTube? It's like little snippets. Uh, like you got to write down. Like you're like was doing <laughs> sketches. <laughs> I don't think no. If you Googled me and couldn't find it, then <laughs> I think I'm pretty safe. Yeah, <laughs> I did try googling Zach guys. Limited information on him. A lot of information on a basketball player from Chicago. <laughs> Same name. <laughs> yeah. That's good. You know, they could, he could continue. <laughs> Hopefully he gets famous and could cover some tracks. I hope so. <laughs> like He's 6'1". <laughs> yeah? Okay. Perfect. Um, but yeah, I always had an interest in comedy. And uh, last year, it was just kind of like, you know, new year, new resolutions. I was like, hey, you know, let's, let's try this. Because Cleveland has uh, an improv theater and offers some classes. So I just kind of dove in. Mm-hmm. How's that been going? I'm still doing it. So it's, oh. it's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you had um, improv your pitch. 
too which like has that have you seen like anything like any benefits for like the students that have came in for sure yeah so i did a workshop last <laughs> semester uh as sydney's referring to called improv your pitch mm-hmm. where i took some tenants from improv comedy and um kind of tried to connect them with a business pitch and i think like for those you, are you guys both familiar with improv comedy yeah mm-hmm. okay Okay, well, so for our <laughs> listeners that aren't familiar, <laughs> uh, improv comedy is where typically the performers will just ask the audience for one word, and then the show's created off that. Like, there's nothing written in advance, but there's a couple different formats. Um, but within improv, there's a few tenets of, uh, in order to make the show work. And, like, the first one is that you're accepting of what choices that your stage partners make. So it's called yes and. <laughs> so if Elise and I are in a scene and she says, like, we're in space, then I'm like, of course we're on this space shuttle. <laughs> like, this is what... We're <laughs> actually in Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So even more specific details. <laughs> because if Elise says we're in space and I say, yeah, this pizza shop isn't... Then, like, I'm destroying... The, the audience has no idea what's happening. You don't know. There could be a pizza shop. There could be a pizza <laughs> shop in space. Yeah. <laughs> Just go with it. Yeah. Uh, so it's that, like, I- accepting what your partner's saying and then also um, really, like, being an active listener mm-hmm. so that you you have to make eye contact. You have to pay attention to your partner in order to know where the show's going. And I think that's something that really ties into business pitches because some mm-hmm. of our entrepreneurs could fall into the trap where they memorize their pitch and then if they end up in a networking environment where they just bump into someone at a conference or... Right. Uh, meet someone after the event it's you harder start hitting the script yeah. yeah and it's obvious when you start hitting the script like that yeah um and I, I think like when you're the entrepreneur you know all the stuff right because you created it yeah like right. you're out and i think it's just like having that confidence to to listen to the other person and, and and respond like that so we um we had a workshop where we played some improv games that proved like you could listen and you can make up stuff and so if you were able to make up these funny things, I think you could talk about your business yeah. in this environment. Hey, guys, they were having a little hoot at that workshop. <laughs> I <laughs> I wasn't brave enough, so I didn't join at the time, but I would hear them from down the hall, and I was like, wow, that sounds like a lot of fun, actually. So maybe next time I'll venture in. Maybe. Yeah, why didn't? Because, Sydney, you didn't join either. Uh, I just think, you know, I was busy. You were, <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think you were both sitting in the office. <laughs> If I remember correctly. Just a little bit down the <laughs> hall. <laughs> Could have. We were getting after it, yeah. I think. Who's to say? There's you know? no there's no evidence, no proof. <laughs> <laughs> um, quickly on improv, those tenants that you mentioned that like uh, entrepreneurs can find helpful for their pitches, have you found those tenants helpful like for your life beyond the stage? Yeah, I, I like to think that I've been more present in, in conversations, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it, it's, it's helped me uh, to remember to be because I think sometimes like, I don't know. It's easy to run from meeting to meeting and um, all of a sudden the day's over and you're like, wait, yeah. <laughs> what <Yeah>. happened? <laughs> what happened in that th- that one this morning? Uh, so I, d- I do feel like it's helped me engage more in those one on one conversations and, and being able to pay attention. So going off of that, like you do have sometimes like a busy packed schedule. How do you kind of get through the day and like how do you deal with people? <laughs> <laughs> it can be a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I think if all the meetings are ultimately going to be around what we're doing with LaunchNet. So I think like when I have that venture meeting and I'm sitting across from an entrepreneur that's really passionate about what they're working on and they're just looking for that like next step or that push, I think that helps motivate me when I'm like dealing with something else, like mm-hmm. figuring out how to get like a payment system to work so that like we can distribute our like pitch winnings yeah. uh, to our various clients. And if I'm like frustrated by something <laughs> like that, I'm like, Ultimately, this is to help that person that I met with this morning. <laughs> so that kind of helps frame things. Yeah. yeah. Put it in perspective. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Are we just cruising right through here? <laughs> We're knocking it out really well. Yeah. We're focused, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, you got your degree in marketing, your undergrad. You've worked in marketing roles. And social media is a huge part of marketing. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> And um, <laughs> you've kind of left the social media space. What what happened there? I'm on LinkedIn, Elise. <laughs> yeah, but like, does Do that you, count? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how to use LinkedIn? <laughs> <laughs> how do you repost <laughs> on LinkedIn? <laughs> I yeah, I do, and yeah, there there 
both referring to a specific situation where I um, <laughs> reposted from our launch night account a few times when I wasn't. <laughs> back to back. To. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Repost, delete, repost. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, no, it was good. And, you know, I, I think that there was an error in the app if we... Oh, for if we, sure. If we would look back sure, at the yeah. tape. <laughs> the t- yeah. No evidence, no proof. Yeah. <laughs> Who's to say? Who's yeah. to say? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, was there a question? <laughs> you know what? There was. <laughs> um, <laughs> you avoid social media, basically. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think when it comes to social media and our advising, the e- easiest answer is our, our clients should be using the social media uh, where their constituents or customers are. So ultimately, like, I don't think it takes, like, I don't need to know the specifics of all the different social media platforms in order to get that across. And if they have more specific questions, then I'll bring one of you two into the venture meeting. To you support. enjoy diverting a question, don't you? <laughs> <And> <laughs> like, to get the like, specifics. I feel like here was a question. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize that I didn't answer. I think that was an answer, though. I feel was like it? that was. Yeah. Um, it was why did you. Social media wasn't serving me. Okay. Yeah. That's an answer. Yeah. See, yeah. that was an answer. That, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I felt, you know, it, it, it's just the, it just wasn't doing anything for me. Yeah, yeah. That's valid. Which platform do you hate the most? Which platform do I hate the most? <laughs> and why is it LinkedIn? <laughs> <laughs> LinkedIn's the one I feel like you have LinkedIn to keep. LinkedIn betrayed him. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, they, they all kind of have the same problem like you know you boil it down it's all the same yeah Yeah. (laughs) how do you feel about x (laughs) (laughs) how do you feel about x um i it's it's gone dramatically downhill since it was called twitter yes i still call it twitter yeah i don't know why i just said x like that's well my biggest problem with that is like you know, there were a lot of other problems on the platform i feel like the twitter brand the twitter name (laughs) and the bird were probably the most valuable thing with <laughs> yeah, that platform so beyond the <laughs> users. So right, yeah. yeah. And now look at all the businesses where they're like, uh, refer to this post on X, formerly known as Twitter. And I'm like, who's that helping? Yeah. <laughs> what are we Agreed. doing here? It's kind of like embarrassing at this point. It yeah. is. Yeah. I hate Facebook the most. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Why? Speak your truth. <laughs> <laughs> I just, people just share too much about themselves. And you know what? No offense. I don't care. I don't want to know. I think that's, I think it's just, like, older people be, like, posting things, like, well, like, I don't know if I qualify as older now, but I'm, like, my age group is on there sharing so much. Really? I feel like it's always, like, moms or parents being, like, oh, like, Timmy got a B on his report card or something, and it's, like, congrats. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Make it a bumper sticker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's, like, stuff like that I'll see, and I'm, like, okay. yeah it's like nobody cared nobody asked keep that to like a group text chain i don't know yeah (laughs) and also smart on you zach because like working in marketing you can't get away from it like facebook would be gone but i need it for the launch net facebook page you know so maybe it was good for me to i think you transitioned yeah (laughs) the right way (laughs) yeah it's tough um you're also an avid traveler you're in your travel era honestly do you have a favorite place you've been and what's next on the list like for a new place um favorite place scotland I oh, think. That's yeah cool. yeah i think the just i the hiking there and the overall just landscape and like atmosphere you you feel like you're in a a, a fantasy novel oh, or something cool. and it's just like it, it gives a really cool vibe uh plus i scotch is good and um (laughs) (laughs) uh golfing is excellent there as well so Mm -hmm. there's there's just a lot of a a lot of really cool things that's uh, cool with scotland who's your favorite golfer you know i i like golfing but i don't really follow professional golf wow fake fan (laughs) (laughs) oh so you're fake got it (laughs) not all that's valid Mm -hmm. i don't know you know i think doing the thing is a little more real right Mm. yeah (laughs) How'd you golf in Scotland? Did you like bring clubs or just like get some? Bag? Rented from a local entrepreneur. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Because you, you could rent from the course, but uh, I found a guy online that had <laughs> yeah. super awesome reviews and 
he was great. He delivered the clubs directly to our Airbnb. That's what a so lad. cool. Yeah, gave us some tips of what was going on and then met us on the 18th green of the wow. last course. That's so cool. Yeah. That's fun. He's so real. Shout out. <laughs> Shout, Shout out to Scotland, man. <laughs> Shout out that guy. <laughs> um, you also saw the Highland cows there, right? The wee Highland coo. <laughs> yeah. What is that? The fluffy cows, the little ones. Really? Yeah. Actually, I... I don't know if I saw one in Scotland. I think it might have been in England, but if that Shoot. still counts. They're close. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over there. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. They're so cute. They're so cute. Uh, what's next on your list? Like a new place you want to go to? Yeah. Um, my uh, my wife, Sam, and I always try and hit national parks every year, oh, too. That's cool. Um, so I think this year we're planning to hit Joshua Tree. Oh. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, we're very excited to see those creepy little trees and <laughs> do some hikes. <laughs> Scraggly little things. Yeah. Do you have a place that you didn't like that you visited? Or did you just like everywhere? Um, I I don't know. Let me think for a second. I mean, even if you don't like initially like something, I think sometimes on reflecting back, you still have like a funny story or an interesting experience that you got out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not really, nothing's really coming to the top of mind of something that i really didn't like that's fair Mm -hmm. um sydney do you have a place that you went to that you didn't like yeah i felt like there was a story or something on the back (laughs) there no i mean i don't know if i love it (laughs) you don't like ohio or ken specifically oh no there's quirks you know to everything Quirks. i feel like ohio's a quirky state (laughs) that's the best way to put it oh no i went somewhere in west virginia and i had the worst time ever oh um but that was for like a soccer tournament so I think it was just like the context too. Oh, that's fair. And the people that were there. But no hate. <laughs> <laughs> no hate to anybody who likes West Virginia. It's just like a big state. Mm. It's just like a buy through state. You know, you just kind of pass through. I just avoid it. Yeah. Uh, there's a national park there now, so we'll have to go to the New River uh, Gorge. Oh. It, it yeah. is cool, like going through, like, because my sister used to go to Virginia Tech, so we'd always, like, have to pick her up from Virginia. So I obviously have to go through West Virginia. <laughs> And it is cool, like, going through, like, the mountains and stuff and, like, seeing all the scenery. Like, there is some, like, overlooked places. And it's, like, so gorgeous. But it's also, like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Can't stay here. Yeah. Do you have a place? That I disliked? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. I I went to Georgia and, like, (gasps) what? I don't know. I just, like. Where in Georgia? uh, Atlanta. Oh, I've never been to Atlanta. I liked the aquarium. Mm. Super cool. Whale sharks were there. <gasps> no yeah. way. That's so cool. But I feel like outside of that, I don't know. There just wasn't Anything? much to me. Yeah. Maybe I just missed out and I didn't know where to go. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aquarium would recommend, though. <laughs> I love good There's aquarium. also the Coke factory. Oh. There? Yeah, maybe Georgia's not too bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> Changing your answer. <laughs> No. I love Savannah. <laughs> Savannah's fun. Oh, I haven't been to Savannah. Oh, it's so cool. I what's love over it. there? Yeah. No, what's over there? Oh, Savannah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Georgia? <laughs> That's it? It's like, it's kind of like, um, it's like so like old historical. Like it's like a Charleston. Have you been in Charleston? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I get the vibe. It's like older and historical. Like they have like little ghost tours. It's like not like a city oh, okay, city. Okay. It's like yeah. more of just like a city town thing. It's so, like, cute, and it's just, like, so older-timey. It's, like, colonial, but, like... <laughs> I like Sydney using other old southern cities in order to just... Well, have you been somewhere? <laughs> you been anywhere? Oh, actually, wait, I do have one. Okay. I went to Waco, what? Texas. Oh. There was nothing there. I thought the place was deserted, honestly. There's the Dr. Pepper Museum. I was just going to ask, is that where the Dr. Pepper <laughs> Museum was? <laughs> yeah. oh, Why so was it there? I don't know. I, maybe they found it there. I'd have to research that. Maybe they're like, there's nothing here. Let's that's the entrepreneurship something. component right there, Lisa. <laughs> oh. You know what? I think the museum failed me because I should know. You know, if I went to the museum, I should know if that's where it was. You're so right. Right? Try it. Like, try it. Perhaps try again. To yeah. Dr. So Pepper? I wouldn't recommend there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Good. Okay, so to just like bypass whatever that was, um, <laughs> <laughs> what advice do you have for any graduates, clients, and staff? 
just for like future like what would you give advice for yeah it's a, it can be a little scary intimidating time yeah, yeah. Sometimes. any specific staff that you're referring to or <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know elise is also graduating in a sense <laughs> True, true. Yeah, actually, both of you are graduating, right? Yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm nervous. I don't. I don't know. It's scary. advise, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> advise me, please. <laughs> um, I I think it's a, a couple things. Like, be open to. I I feel like it's e- it's easy to say no to things or like to uh, have like tunnel vision over what what you think you want to do or like like I said like whenever I started here like I wasn't necessarily like I'm going to be at Kent State for x amount of time and looking to build on this program but it's like being open to that transition or um you know trying to keep in touch with different people in your network like I feel like at different times like I haven't been that great at networking or, or or keeping in touch but I feel like a lot of times and even thinking back to other interviews that you've had on this podcast, like a mm-hmm. lot of the opportunities that some of the entrepreneurs or some of the other staff that you've had on uh, have had was because of connections that they made right. um, or someone that they followed up with or, or that they remembered to touch base with. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like, yeah, being aware of the network that you're building mm-hmm. and like keeping in touch with that. Uh, saying yes to opportunities. It's yes, like, and. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tenet- improv, improv. <laughs> good callback. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, for Thank sure. You. Thank you. Yeah. It's another improv move, callbacks. <laughs> <laughs> a move. The more you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a game move. Got it. Yeah. Hmm. That's good advice. I, I agree yeah. with that. Thank you. Um, so what are you most proud about, like, of your work here at LaunchNet? Oh, it's a good question. <laughs> You've done a lot. <laughs> I appreciate that. But um, last year we actually had the opportunity to kind of reflect on this because, uh, well, no, it's not last. It was two years ago now. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. We just <laughs> That's tough. 2022. Yeah. Wow, edit oh that out. God. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what a mistake. <laughs> Fall 22, uh, launched that celebrated 10 years um, at Kent State. And so, like, uh, as part of that, we were celebrating our new space in the Design Innovation Hub. And uh, because of uh, support from the Burton D. Morgan Foundation, we had um, the area of the building that Launchstone is located in is called the Burton D. Morgan Entrepreneurship Suite. Mm-hmm. So it has our office and the Marty Arbaugh I3 lab, as well as another seminar space that we use for some workshops and, and different activities. Mm-hmm. And um, so that that event really, like, gave me a chance to reflect on everything and i i don't i'm i'm proud of like all the big stuff that happened like everything that i just said like when we first started out we were a essentially like a giant cubicle in the student center a fishbowl almost <laughs> kind of like a fishbowl yeah <laughs> it was no it was literally a cubicle and then like there were um you know, glass walls and then like these other like fake cubicle walls and it was just <laughs> this is a weird little space to work but good for the marketing and we were always like thinking like, boy, it would be cool if we had office space to support our students. Or it would be cool if there was a way for them to prototype and work on their ideas uh, and like, you know, all these different components. And like now we have a lot of that. Like the you made di- it happen. Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, it wasn't just it, it wasn't me. There's been a, a lot of other um, you know, staff and um, with LaunchNet and a lot of collaborators across the university. Like I, we wouldn't have half the success that we have if we didn't mm-hmm. have partners like ranging from the university libraries to design innovation to like anyone that we've partnered on an event with. But yeah. but yeah, to have to have a space like where we could do that and we we have uh, office space for students in the I3 lab. Yeah. They could walk downstairs and work with the DI team on prototyping. Like that's all really awesome and I'm super proud of coming to that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But on the other end, like, you know, in a meeting when someone comes in to let us know that they just formed their LLC or they made their first sale or that they successfully won a pitch competition. Like any of those, like, I mean, I'm like equally it's as so proud exciting. of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, equally as proud of any of those things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like you should ask this cause this is your favorite question. Uh, this is my favorite <laughs> question. Um, we asked everybody this and it's basically how would you describe an entrepreneur? 
I should have known this was coming. You should have known. <laughs> you were a true I fan. Th- I was going to say, in your Spotify rap, you didn't know. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I did know this was coming, but I didn't oh. prep. I didn't prep. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Just yeah. right off the Improv. Team. Yeah. No, an, an entrepreneur is somebody that recognizes an opportunity um, while also like following their passion and uh, kind of putting those two things together along with a little heaping of drive in order to <laughs> <laughs> to make that project happen. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the drive part. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I- if if it was easy, like everyone would be doing it. Yeah. yeah like you have true. to have that drive and determination to to overcome those those initial hurdles of like, how am I going to raise the money? How am I going to find the customer? How am right. I going to make this thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then like the second level of hurdles, which is like, how do I figure out taxes? When do I talk to a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> That's and you know scary. what? LaunchNet can help you with that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe one day I'll have my own business venture. Yeah, come visit us. I feel like every time somebody describes an entrepreneur, I'm like, that would be fun. But then it's a little scary. Yeah, <laughs> but that's with anything. Yeah. You but also had a really good idea the other day, so <laughs> you might need to follow up on that. I did, I did. It involves the, the fuzzy worms. Oh. <laughs> did you see that? I did. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting till like the end. But I was like, oh my god. Oh my god, yeah. One of the um, student employees here at the SMS has fuzzy worm earrings on. Oh wow. No, like <laughs> you were speaking, and I was like, I saw you. <laughs> I was like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Anyways, we got to tell them about the. Yeah, the a lot bridge. of our a lot of our office is obsessed with. Things. Fuzzy worms. Just like little. <laughs> we have little like. They're they're Wait, they're re- a lot. Are you not part of that? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say yeah. I'm the minority in the office when it comes to the fuzzy worms. I don't have a problem with the worms. I just mm-hmm. all I hear they is just, that there's a problem. The, the worms <laughs> just seem to resurface every year, and I'm always. <laughs> okay, it's, it's part of their um, so the migration worms, cycle. If the worms go missing. We know. We know who to. We contact. know who took them. Yeah. I, I would never take the worms. Look, guys, I'm, I'm not the audience for the worms, as long as you're connecting with the audience. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, now we're going to dive into the rapid fire because... Obviously. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, you were talking about wanting to be an entrepreneur someday. Yeah. I was going to say, you are like you were entrepreneurial in starting this podcast, true. though. Because true. True. I always forget about that. Yeah. Because Sydney came to us and was like, hey, I'd like <laughs> to... And, and had a plan for wanting to start a podcast. Yeah. So. You know, you could also say I'm an intrapreneur. Intrapreneur. Yeah. yeah. So an entrepreneur within an organization. That is so true. Oh, oh thanks. You yeah. should put that on your LinkedIn. <laughs> I will. Oh, my God. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Repost my LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely interact with a LinkedIn post. <laughs> will it be from Zach or like? <laughs> Who knows? Could be both. <laughs> could be both. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, look how far it's come. Yeah, I know. Isn't it crazy? I'm kind of it's sad. Cool. Yeah. Last semester. Gotta <laughs> get them all out. Um, yeah, but now we're going into the rapid fire. All right. Yeah. Would you like to start or you want me to start? You can, uh, yeah, you can start. Okay. How do you feel about orcas? Orcas? I'm a full supporter of orcas. Why? <laughs> I thought this was rapid fire. I thought it was just I give an answer and we we move on to the this next is, question. There's subparts. We're in charge. <laughs> you should have known. We gave your um, we gave it to your people. Yeah, we gave it to your people. You guys <laughs> are are the team that you're referring to there. I so I didn't get to see these questions. Mm-mm. Well, well, I think you know, there's been. A lot of uh, stories with orcas where they're uh, attacking yachts or like kind of teaming up against that. And I, you know, orcas have had a bad rap of uh, captivity mm-hmm. and They've been mistreated. Um, definitely mistreated uh, from SeaWorld and other parks yeah. like that. So, <laughs> um, you know, I obviously I don't want people to get hurt either, but I'm OK with the orcas kind of like saying, hey, let's back off a little bit here. Yeah, it's only payback. It's only fair. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's all validated. I agree. Um, Okay, so question number two. Uh, What's your favorite event slash program of LaunchNets? Um, Elevator pitch has always been my favorite. That one's cool. Good Um, choice. Yeah, because I think that, I mean, it ranges from the really polished pitches of our entrepreneurs that are there to try and get the funding to move forward, but then it's, like, also those that are, like, just working up the courage to, to stand in front of the group and give that pitch. Yeah. yeah. And I also have a longer story from undergrad. I, you know, I don't know if we... Go. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Please. 
Yeah, when I was, I'm very passionate about elevator pitches and I think they're good for entrepreneurs, but even if you end up not starting a business, it's good to have that skill set. When I was an undergrad uh, in the marketing program, I went to a career fair with my friend that was also in the program and we were kind of wandering around trying to find internships. And I went up to Target to um, pitch myself for their uh, leadership program. Mm -hmm. And I thought I did good. They handed me the little red bag of swag mm -hmm. with, yeah, with the bullseye. Yeah. And my friend went up, he had a conversation and he came over to me and asked like what time my interview was scheduled for the next day. No. Oh. Yeah, I know. I didn't even know oh, they were scheduling geez. interview slots at the table. Um, so like I Jeez. asked him, I'm like, what did you say to them? Because we're in the same program. I think I'm better than you at that program. <laughs> <laughs> I'm better than you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I didn't know they were doing this and I had just talked about like my classes and some of the projects that I did. He talked about that, but then mentioned he was a manager at a local fast food place and he was talking about like the leadership skills and like the problem solving and decision making that he had from that. Mm -hmm. And I realized like that was the value proposition that Target wanted to hear. They yeah. wanted to see that demonstrated in action. Mm -hmm. So like that's kind of, I felt like, and he actually, he got that job and then he ended up working um, in various leadership roles at Target for years and n now he works at Apple. Um, so I like to like drop that in. It's like, look, that started with an elevator pitch. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and that can like change the trajectory there. So yeah. I'm really passionate about like hearing people's pitches and helping them think through like what's their value prop and, and how are they really telling this story? Yeah. Are you still friends with him? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, for sure. I hope he hears <laughs> this and he hears <laughs> that you're really him. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out to Eric. Shout, Shout out, out to Eric. Eric. <laughs> we'll send it to him. Yeah. I'll let him know. <laughs> okay. Him hearing, yeah, I was better than him. It's like, Zach, so uh, can we talk about this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think he knows what I'm joking. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> what piece of candy would you be? Like, what do you most relate to? Candy-wise? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It uh, M and M's just popped into my head, um, but yeah. I think I'm just thinking of like the little anthropomorphic M and M's, like and all their oh. different like personalities. And oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, was there some type of controversy with them? No, <laughs> I just was like, why would it be? That? I felt like I guess like that's not where my mind went. Is yeah. the characters? Yeah. Yeah. Just I, like straight up like candy. Like, okay, straight up candy. Like, what do you just like feel like? Yeah, that's me. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a tough question. <laughs> we'll just stick with m&ms and i have you know no no further reason <laughs> i don't know i was thinking twizzler for me <laughs> yeah. or for you <laughs> Twizzler. <laughs> what's the reason i don't know it just like came to my head i was like yeah makes sense i was like it was like immediate yeah, yeah. i was like why would it be twizzler you know why wouldn't it be yeah twizzler? yeah i mean twizzlers are fine yeah i don't know they're good too yeah you said m&m &M and it kind of threw me off um uh, what color m&m do you want me to or, am i answering or are we trying to fit in to, w <laughs> to what you thought the answers were gonna be we cut it all and just <laughs> 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 and that's it. <laughs> maybe yeah be funny wait what color m&m i you can't just pick one color because the bag's all of them okay but you said m&m M&M's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you want to be a rapper. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I th Do you like the, spaghetti? The bag is <laughs> the little fun size bag. You know, that's the whole. Oh, okay, the, the, whole ones. the What type ones. of M&M? Like peanut, mini, regular? <laughs> Not mini. No, Not the, mini. no. the minis and the popping Those ones. are my favorite. Those are mine. Yeah. Oh, those are they're not satisfying at all because they're like they're more like nerds than m and they taste the oh, best oh they taste so like the ratio yeah. is right it's of candy yeah, coating yeah. to chocolate mm, peanut <laughs> m&ms are the best m and okay so that's your final answer <laughs> <laughs> I, it sounds like this is more like what candy i like <laughs> so we'll just stick with that i guess <laughs> i don't know like what candy like would you like embody like that's just how i feel like you what know? candy would you embody i don't know i feel like i'd be like Swedish fish, you know. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay. You know, I feel like I'd be maybe a Starburst. Yeah, you so would be a Starburst. Same. <laughs> 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 I 
what about so we could stick with Eminem, but we could go a little bit deeper. So you guys thought I wasn't gonna like give any information at all on this, and that's because I have like that hard candy shell of an yeah. exterior. There. Oh, got it. I think you'd be like one of the caramel filled ones. Okay. Yeah. Of an Eminem. Yeah. Like a little soft on the inside, but like. So you're calling me soft? <laughs> it's a compliment. Okay. <laughs> you just got complimented. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay, got it. <laughs> if you could go to a cat cafe with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and why? <laughs> uh, I would go with Sam. Because. Oh, that's, that's cute. cute. Yeah, number one cat fans. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's sweet. Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> I hope Sam's listening. Yeah. Shout out to Sam. Shout out, Shout Sam. out to Sam. <laughs> Shout out to Sam. Um, okay. Last question. Uh, library or DI Hub? <laughs> <laughs> Toffee. Can I say... Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, why would you think that? <laughs> I love LaunchNet's organizational place in the library and our physical place in the DI Hub. You would. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) See, I knew it was going to be like a neutral take. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, valid. I think that's a very controversial way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. All three of the units are like partners in so many activities. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We are Uh, in a DI node right now. Yeah. In the SMS. Node. Yeah. Uh Yeah, the Student Multimedia Studio is a DI node, and yeah. um, th- I believe there are a few other nodes uh, within this building as well, mm-hmm. and um, there are several members of the library that are on the DI team. Yeah, yeah. and SMS is celebrating 25 years <gasps> of existing. Shout out SMS. Shout out to the SMS. Well. I was trying to see if Hillary was looking in, but. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now, That's but I've seen her around. Right? Hmm? Wednesday? Next, Next Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. It's crazy. I know. Yeah. Okay, well, that's it. Do you, like, want to plug anything, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> Connect with Zach on LinkedIn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know your LinkedIn? If you somehow listen to this and you're, uh, <laughs> if you got the whole way through this and you're not involved with LaunchNet and you're an entrepreneur <laughs> on campus, come on in. Hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come to an advising meeting come to a workshop we'll help you push your business to the next level yeah, yeah. doors always open Except when it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways well thank you so much for being thank here. you this was great yeah this was awesome yeah thank you guys for having me yeah. i was very excited great to, to learn to, more yeah, about you to finally yeah. be on the podcast yeah after dodging us okay well anyways let's get after it Thank you.